재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Welcome back to Koreascape on TBS EFM 101.3 megahertz in Seoul and surrounding areas. Michelle Kang is here from the Seoul Global Communications Center, and uh, she brings us sort of lore and facts and fables from Korea, from the distant past and also from the present. It's a little thing called Did You Know? Hi, Michelle. Good morning, Kurt. First off, uh, I know we're going to kind of continue on the the food theme. Have you also brought me something from the convenience store, like two two things mashed up together? Uh, I wish if I could. <laughs> I, <would laughs> I take saw it you too. looking through the glass while I was eating the, uh, I know. the, the potato chips, jajangmyeon flavored potato chips crumpled up on uh, rice. Mm-hmm. Ha- have you ever done that? No, 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 not actually, no. See, you and I are just not trendy enough. <laughs> We're not in tune with Maybe today's not. youth. Are you into convenience store cooking? Let's go together. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's be creative, and we'll invite Yerika along from the sure. Wednesday food segment, <laughs> and we'll, um, we'll see how creative we can get. <laughs> so uh, we've got um, you know food not maybe as the main focus, but sort of as a side focus as we look at customs around this time of year. This is, is this Sunung week? Sunung? Yeah, yeah, in two days. Two days mm-hmm. from now. So this is Sunung, the Scholastic Aptitude Test. Uh, it's kind of like the SAT in the United States, mm-hmm. except it's way, way more serious. Yeah. Uh, it, your whole future really does ride on this test if you're a young right, person. Right. The country comes to a, a, a halt, really, when it's happening. Traffic patterns are altered. Mm-hmm. Uh, noise patterns are altered. Right. And People pray. go to work one hour late. You can go yeah. to work one hour later mm-hmm. just so the roads are clear and the yes. kids can get to the test and there's no unforeseen complications. <laughs> did you take the sunung? Yeah, 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 I did. Were you uh, a nervous wreck that day? Sure, of course. Every, I think every single student now who is a test taker this year, they're like, yeah. I don't know. Because I, the competition is getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah, yeah, right. And it's like a literally a life or death matter to so many parents and then students, I think. Okay. It's not an exaggeration, I think. Not an exaggeration. Mm-hmm. And one of the ways that uh, we mentioned clearing traffic... Uh, right near me, there's a, a religious school where they're holding a sunung prayer session. Mm. Uh, and on the less formal side, people give gifts to each other. They yeah. give gifts to students and, and kind of uh, brighten their mood that way. That's right. That's right. Um, so we just had this chocolate stick cookies giving day um, last mm-hmm. week. But I think we're going to have like more uh, sweets <laughs> because traditionally... Yep. Yot or a type of rice candy, and then a chapsal duck or glutinous rice cake with red bean filling inside. Uh, these are two favorite options to um, all these students, I think. So, have you ever tried any of these? I think so. I, you know, I don't. All these gradients of difference between rice cakes. Uh, I, I'm not an expert in naming which one is which, right. but. Uh, you know, this is another version of pounded rice with red beans in it. <laughs> red beans inside. <laughs> inside of it, right. sort of a red bean paste. Yeah. 
Congratulations. <laughs> you studied hard all year, kid. Here's pounded rice with red beans. <laughs> so, But uh, these two... Especially, and this has a cultural significance, doesn't sure. it? Sure. Um, these two are very sticky food, right? So mm. people believe eating something sticky will help them to get to the school, uh, like stick to uh, the school they want to. Stick. Got it. Yeah. So you don't want to eat something greasy or oily because you'll slip. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Right. You're, you're <laughs> almost Korean now. <laughs> you don't give them fried chicken or anything like that. You, no, no. You give them something sticky so that all that knowledge will stick in their head. That's right. And these doesn't, it's partially from verbal puns and things like that. Mm, yeah, that's Some right. Some of these gifts. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but the funny thing is, um, have you ever received any rice candy, Korean yat, from someone? Even? Maybe a little bit from time to time. Yeah. Uh, back when I used to have a, an office and like a staff and things like that, um, sometimes I'd get like a gift on, okay. on certain days. That's yeah. great. Okay, so I hope you didn't receive yacht, uh if you didn't have any test to write because it has... Uh, sort of a negative connotation. Does it? Give it giving, yeah. Or As in like you're kind of dumb and things need to stick more with you? <laughs> no, not necessarily, but you just throw a, a rice candy to someone and then eat candy or eat yacht. It means like, I don't know how to translate this, but it's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So that's not, not the best thing. You don't want to uncritically give yacht as a gift <laughs> unless there's a very specific occasion of that's test right. taking. Yes. Or maybe presentations or something like that. Right, right. right. Okay. So you, you, you exchange your rice candy and all that stuff. What other kind of stuff do people give to these students to kind of uh, pep them up? Um, we just talked about this um, practice of giving uh, various gifts. But uh, nowadays, young kids, I think younger students, they just want to give some fun or kind of odd presents. Um, one of them is like fork. <laughs> Forks? Yes. <laughs> or a here's a fork. Yeah, here's your fork. And you pick up or pick the correct answer. Uh-huh. Or uh, toilet paper. Now, wait a minute. What's going on with that? <laughs> well, because uh, it's too unreal, like unwind to solve questions. Because in Korean... Does one solve toilet paper? 풀다. You put uh, the toilet paper, roll of toilet paper. So I see. So these are all verbal puns. Something yeah, in yeah. Korean, which you would use on the toilet paper, the verb for unspooling the toilet paper is the same as sort of solving the, the math puzzles. That's right. Uh-huh. Mm, so at the same reason, people give bubble gum. Um, it's not like a food food, but uh, hoping uh, to blow the biggest bubble. That means like uh, students can make their scores. As impressively. Inflate their scores to the highest level. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, And then another thing is digestive medicine. (laughs) Well, so a student can digest exam questions. Okay. So a lot of digestive metaphors here going on. Right. And sticking and unspooling the Mm -hmm. the knowledge. So digestive foods would be what? Like those digestive cookies? 
uh, digestive cookies. I don't know, but digestive medicine. So uh, they can uh, just have a laugh about this. They can. They don't have to take this medicine, right? But, right. Oh, okay. So it's like a joke gift. Yeah. They don't joke. actually take it. No, no, no. All right. Uh, but more parents um, are, uh, or students, they want to just give like more practical and health-oriented gifts nowadays. Mm. So um, blueberries, you know, or nuts, or dark chocolate, vitamin pills, something like that are mm. also trendy. Um. Has this been going on for a long time? Did you receive any of these special little gifts back then? Oh, this fun or yeah. odd gift? No, not really, but it's a new thing. It's kind of new yes. in maybe, say, the last, what, five years or so? I think so, yes. Now, uh, as we mentioned before, you want to have things that stick or that kind of jibe with these verbal puns in Korean. So by the same account, there are certain things to avoid when you're going into test-taking day, right? Right, right. So something slippery, we just said something slippery. They would want to um, avoid any food that's slippery. One of example is seaweed soup. <laughs> <laughs> seaweed soup, like mm-hmm. miyokuk or miyokuk. that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, because again, the seaweed gets real, real slippery when you wet it down. Yes. And those answers will just slip right out of the kid's head. That's right. Okay, I get the logic behind that. <laughs> but seaweed soup is really important for Koreans, especially on their birthdays. You know, like Koreans eat it for regular meals, of course, but traditionally, um, Koreans eat the soup on their birthdays. So if your birthday happens to be on the sunong, um, which which one triumphs, the sunung or your birthday? Oh, sunung, of course. Sunung, of mm-hmm. course. So no seaweed soup no for you. No seaweed soup. All right. No. Um, but if it's your birthday, people can actually, it's a way of greeting. People will ask you, did you have your seaweed soup? It's like a greeting. Instead <laughs> of happy birthday, you'll yeah. say, did you have your seaweed soup? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so what, what, what's the connection between seaweed and birthday? See, yeah, that's right. Um, you know, I heard this story from long, long time ago. Um, Asian three kingdoms of Korea, that, uh, that period, people actually saw gray whales eating some seaweed after they gave birth to a baby whale, mm. and then the Koreans actually started eating the seaweed after they gave birth to a baby. That's interesting. Mm. But yeah. on a on a micronutrient level, it's also a good idea. Isn't yeah, that's it? right. I mean, for a new mother to eat the seaweed soup, it's that's got things right. like iron and whatnot. Mm-hmm, mm. mm-hmm, that's right. So that's why Korean mothers eat seaweed soup uh, at least three meals a day, more than three meals a day, I think. For right after giving birth, right after for about three weeks. That's interesting. Wow, that. Boy, I'll bet you these new mothers don't ever want to see seaweed soup again after about that fourth week. Uh, yeah, I know. But <laughs> these three weeks are sort of like really critical time to stay healthy for the rest of their life. Do Koreans, I know that in the Chinese context, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the the mother is practically in quarantine for like six weeks. That's you know? right. Everything's quiet. Almost nobody gets access to her. She eats very specific food. Is, sure. is it the same it's kind of... Me- very- Similar. So nowadays, most mothers go to this uh, postpartum center or Uh care center. Um, And then even though it's like hot and humid summer, they're supposed to keep their bodies really warm. Very warm. Mm -hmm. So they don't, they're not supposed to just put their hand into a uh, fridge or something. Warm, Mm. germ free, and all the seaweed soup that you ever thought you'd want to (laughs) eat. That's right. So, and that tradition is still in place. Yeah, sure. soup. yes. So instead of like um, mothers having this soup on 
birthday, kids have this soup to um, just remind how thankful they are to their mother. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. That sounds good. Um, I guess you could make that in the convenience store, too, as we were just <laughs> talking about, you know, because sure. they have little packets. Yes. Seaweed soup. Uh, and um, let's see. Is there anything more we need to say about that? Or uh, is there any other kind of uh, tradition for birthday we should mention? Uh, birthdays. Um, well, pretty much everybody would have the seaweed soup for their birthday um, meal. But younger babies or child, uh, especially the uh, 100th day mm-hmm. or the first birthday of a baby, which... Uh, are pegil and tol. Um, they, these two have very significant meanings uh, because in the past Korea was very poor, mm-hmm. so lots of kids they tough times. They didn't make it sometimes right, to right. their first year, or sometimes even to their first hundred days. Mm. I don't know. In a child's development, at one hundred days, that's about three months ish. Yes, they're not already eating seaweed soup at that time, are they? No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> they're still on milk and whatever kids. Mothers eat. still have the seaweed ah, soup, right? Um, but uh, on this special celebration birthday, child is seated before a huge table full of rice and then seaweed they cannot eat, and then all different kinds of actually four different kinds of rice cake. Uh, is this the? Um, because I know that they have objects on the uh, the doll. Yes. And then is it the same idea with the rice cakes? Whichever rice cake they reach for is going to mean <laughs> something. Well, they're not going to reach for the rice cake. Instead, they, uh, the objects include rice yes. or noodles. If they pick rice, they would never starve. Or if they pick um, thread or uh, noodles, they would live a long life. Something long like life. that, yes. Can't have both of those? Well, you can. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Don't be greedy, though. <laughs> uh, so you've got um, rice cakes. These are these are not like, um, are these like the songpyeong kind of things? Or? Yes, songpyeong. Songpyeong is included there. Okay. So songpyeong has this... Uh, chasana or sesame seeds feeling so it means parents are hoping their children to have lots of knowledge uh, filled um, in their brain okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and which is like a huge chunk of white rice cake yes um, this is just white so um, it until the baby's hair turns gray or white mm. longevity it means Longevity, mm, mm-hmm. very nice. Yes. It's kind of the same meaning as the noodles. Yes, yes, that's right. Okay. Mm. Um, and then there's one more. Uh, that's glutinous millet rice cake balls rolled in red bean powder. I think our listeners by now know what the color red means. Superstitious way. Uh, it chases away the evil spirits. Ooh, so mm-hmm. maybe your new baby is a shaman. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. Hey. <laughs> uh, uh, did we go through all of them? There's uh, the you, all the different rice cakes that you yeah, can get. Yeah, there's one more injalmi or um, very chewy. But because of the texture, I think it's for uh, babies uh, being healthy and robust. Yeah. All right. Mm. So there you go. Uh, and then we talked about the other objects, which also have meanings uh, when you put them in front of a, a, a baby on that first one-year birthday, or I suppose in Korean age, it's two years, right? Mm-hmm. Or maybe more uh, under the Korean aging system. And then they say, reach for it, kiddo. And then depending on which toy or mm-hmm. which object, that also has meanings. Like if they right. reach for the pencil, they're going to be a scholar. Mm-hmm. There's also some money on the table. Right. If they reach for that, they're going right. to be a, a big business man and a woman. Start the next chebel, perhaps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so mm-hmm. that's all pretty straightforward. Well, 
that's uh, the first year of life. What about things like uh, other rituals? Are there other rituals where we might uh, include food? Sure. Um, marriages and death, I mm-hmm. think. Yes. So um, one of the uh, representative dish served at Korean wedding receptions, guksu, a warm noodle dish, or chanchi guksu. Chanchi is a... We only very recently talked mm. about this with Yerika, the food okay. segment. We went to a uh, guksu place, mm-hmm. and um, uh, I said, you know, I, you know, I seem to recall a friend of mine saying um, when a woman is nagging her boyfriend to marry, uh, you know, when are you going to marry me? She'll say, when, do you, when are you going to bring me my guksu? Yeah, that's right. And I was a little confused about the exact uh, origin of that. She explained it, but you explain it again for people who might not have heard that one. Okay, so um, tanti means a party or a banquet. So even the name means banquet noodles. It's a really simple dish, you know, like sweet uh, flour noodles in a broth made from anchovies or uh, kelp sometimes. Um, it means like long and unhappy marriage. So for that reason, people uh, serve this uh-huh. dish to the guests. There's the, l- the length of the noodles suggesting, you know, a long uh, married life mm-hmm. together. The other reason that Erica brought up was, hey, in the old days, not everybody could get wheat flour and make noodles. So mm. it was a big deal to eat them in the first place. Right, right. Nowadays, noodles are everywhere. But uh, still, symbolically, they yeah. serve the noodles. Right. So a wedding day is often referred to a day you eat kuksu. Nice. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Kuksu. <laughs> Kuksu and weddings. Keep those uh, thoughts together. Uh, anything else going on at weddings? Uh, weddings, kalbitang is another option because, you know, beef, it's a beef rib uh, soup. So okay. it was a luxury. Kind of luxurious. Even right. nowadays, kalbitang is a little sure. bit of a, a luxury. That's right. So mm. um, it's filling, manhari. It's really simple to cook and then serve for a crowd of people. Mm. So that was uh, one of the reasons. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's uh, your your basic marriage 101 or 411. Um, food pervades so many rituals and culture here. I mean, we've had these rainy days this week, and yes. by now I instantly feel like going out for makgeolli pajeon, pojang matcha food when it rains hard. I've, I've that much Korea has been sort of indoctrinated into me oh, by now. Okay. I think you should just go apply for a seat in the ship. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just say, I want makgeolli when it rains. That should be convincing enough. Stamp yes. my passport. <laughs> well, we'll see if that works. Um, so what other kind of life moments, rites of passage, uh, might you mark with specific foods? Um, at funerals, I would say. Um if you go to a Korean funeral, you can see people are serving this red spicy beef soup called yukgaejang. Nice. Um, this has like the similar uh, meaning uh, to kalbitang. Why kalbitang is served? Because it's really simple to cook. But then at the same time, uh, in the past, means of transportation, like transportation means were not so developed. So relatives and then families had to travel long hours to go to a funeral. And then the funeral lasts three to five days. So uh, people wanted to serve something really nice. Mm-hmm. So beef is in it. That um, makes sense. Yes. Yeah. So, and they need something hearty usually because they've been traveling for three days, yeah. uh, especially in the past where that was a much more difficult journey. Yeah, that's right. And then it's red. So the red color protects the soul of a dead person from any um, bad spirits as well. I see. So mm-hmm. there's a, a bit of a uh, spiritual dimension to the red color of the soup. Mm-hmm. 
Very interesting. And how about stuff, you know, more mundane stuff that we all go through? I mean, we all, of course, we all are born and, and eventually have to die, but uh, simpler things. Moving, Sim- right. starting a business. Right, starting a business. Have you seen people have this ritual with a the pig head on the table? Kosa. Kosa, is mm-hmm. that called? Kosa. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, I don't know as though I've seen it in that specific context of a new business, but I walked through a traditional market the other week and there was one alley that was just all pig heads. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I'd stumbled into sort of, you know, a, a horror movie. Oh, really? But yeah, it was all pig heads. And okay. I presume this is where they're preparing for uh, gosa heads. That's right. And Those pigs were smiling? Um, you know, I didn't stop long enough to examine their <laughs> facial, you know, to inquire as to their state of mind. Okay. But um, yeah, I guess they might have been. Right. The more smiley the pig is, the better. <laughs> because um, the pig head is on the table and then people actually bow to the table hmm. and then uh, stick cash into mouth or nose or ears of this pig. Okay. <laughs> well, anyways, after this um, ceremonial ritual, people share this um, pig head because it's boiled already. Sure. Mm-hmm. So this is the food you just uh, eat on this special day. In China, as in Korea, to the surprise sometimes of uh, many a Westerner or a North American uh, pig face is a dish, and yeah. um, you eat the whole pig. Mm-hmm. The face uh, included, the yes. snout, um, everything but the hooves, I guess. <laughs> you know, it, everything is fair game when it comes to uh, pork here, and mm. pork usually goes well with really strong kimchi, right? Yes, yes, right. Uh, so I know you guys already talked about kimjang uh, on this program, but this is the season, so uh, when you just boil some pork and eat it with fresh kimchi this is amazing um and then another well side dish people like to eat with their makgeolli or uh, other alcoholic beverages is tofu tofu mm-hmm. like uh dubu kimchi tofu and kimchi yes, together yes yes do you like it i do very much mm. yeah, it's a fine snack to have with like somek or something like that right okay so um well, I like to talk about this tofu. When tofu is eaten, well, you can just eat whatever, whenever you want. But uh, did you watch this Korean movie, Sympathy for a Lady Vengeance? Is that the that's a sequel to Old Boy, isn't it? Uh, one of the, uh, uh, the Vengeance trilogy. Vengeance trilogy. Right. So, how does the dish come into that one? Um, the main character served in prison for thirteen years. When she got out, there was one guy uh, preparing for her like a dish with uh, big tofu. And then we're saying, you know what? Uh, I just want to eat this. I want, I hope you live a clean life. You leave white just like this tofu and never seen again. There you go. That's a good note for us to wrap up on a look at specific foods for specific contexts. Michelle, thank you very much. Once again, I'm enlightened. <laughs> thank you. Korea Escape is brought to you, produced by Oh Jang Sub with associate production from Jamie Lee. And writing by Nikki Kim, I'm Kurt Asian. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter. And This That Namey is up next for you here in Seoul. Michelle just mentioned Sympathy for Lady Vengeance. We've got a little closing song to take us out today. It's Nona Chal Hasoyo, which is <laughs> something, uh, it's, it's, it's just a wish. Um, why don't you blank yourself, we might say. It's a good way to get out of this. Uh, a little bit of a hardcore song. Enjoy and I'll see you tomorrow.